Dressfellas. You guys, I apologize. I didn't even acknowledge this last week, but we have officially hit one year of being on the air. So I just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, it's just been an incredible year. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen this year because so far we have had three guests in this first month of this year that live in currently kind of haunted houses. So I have a good feeling about this year and I want to thank you guys so much for listening and for telling your friends about it and for giving us five-star reviews and just helping this podcast grow because without you, I would merely be some silly old drag queen talking about dead people my stuffed animals. I have a couple of things to say. Um, Another announcement. We are doing another Ghosted Live in Los Angeles on March 7th at the same place, Casita del Campo. This time, it's a Saturday. The last one was a Tuesday, but you guys still showed up, and I appreciate that, and I love you for it. But now we'll be on a Saturday, and so hopefully even more people will be there, and we'll have a great time. I do have two guests confirmed. We have our psychic friend, Elena Servidio Schwinn. She'll be returning. And I told her to, you know, spend a little bit of time in, in the in the venue and see if she can pick up on any of the the alleged ghost in the basement. So we'll see what happens with that. Also, I have got Dave Holmes as my other guest. And Dave Holmes, you know him. He was um well. He always has a special place in my heart because he was an MTV VJ during my lifetime's heyday of MTV in the late 90s, early 2000s time period. And he's great and he's a writer and he's a comedian and and he's going to be wonderful because I've been on his podcast, Homophilia, a while back and he told me a great little ghost story. So I'm super excited for this show. So I hope you can come March 7th, Saturday. You can get your tickets. They'll be on the Cavern Club's website. You can go to Brown brownpapertickets.com and search for them if they're not on the Cavern Club website when this comes out. The link will also be in my bio, but currently there's a link in my bio for my stand-up comedy show this weekend with a couple of former guests like Sam Pancake and Mary Lynn Rysecub, who had such a fun episode of this show. Uh, she'll be on the show, too, at the Hollywood Improv. That's this Saturday, which happens to be the 8th of February. So I'd love to see you there as well. People are constantly asking me to take the show on the road. I'm, I'll am i be honest with you. I'm trying. I'm trying to find venues. I want a place that's haunted and that we can have a show at. So I've been contacting all different kinds of places. I'm really trying to get us to um, San Francisco and Seattle. So just hoping that it works out. Don't don't you think I've forgotten you? I'm working on it. Hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. All right. Now let's talk about some ghosts. I had on some of my dear friends today, some dry queens, We have a returning guest, Jackie Beat, and one of the most successful drag queens in modern history. She was the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 2, and I love her music too. You should check her out. Go listen to her album called Vagina. I absolutely love it. There's a song on there um, called uh, When I Walk Into the Club. I walk into the club. Before I walk into the club, I walk into the club. Anyway, she does it better. So go listen to Vagina by Alaska Thunderfuck. Okay, here they are. Jackie Beat and Alaska Thunderfuck. 
Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, I am joined by some family today. Jackie Beat in Alaska, Thunderfuck. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> the ghost of Alaska. How you doing? I'm frightened. Oh my gosh. Did you see that? Oh my gosh, did you see that over there? Oh my God. That's, that's Jackie. My, that's Jackie. It's that's not a ghost. My, oh, okay. That's okay. my favorite part of those ghost hunting shows. <laughs> What's so that? Terrible. The things they're that always, you can't see on no, camera. Like, um, something falls over or there's a noise and they're like, oh my God, what was that? And they go to commercial and every time they come <laughs> oh, back. Oh, I know. It's they, the like, suspense oh, that they really up. Freddie tripped over the cord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it. It's like, and I fall you... for it every time. Yes. Ghost Adventures. You ever watch it? Uh-oh. Oh, I've been binging it lately. It's on Hulu. It's good, kind of. But um, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about our ghost adventures. Yes. Jackie mm. and I recently had a... Should we build up like... Even a close though encounter? Our story was also nothing, but we should build it up. We were sitting on stage at Casita del Campo, which is believed to be haunted. Yes, Casita del Campo, the theater, is called the Cavern Club Celebrity Theater. And yes. it's where we've been doing Golden Girls the past mm-hmm. yes. uh, couple of weeks. And reportedly, it's... Uh, Haunted by Allegedly. the ghost of a little girl who died in the boiler room. It's always in the boiler room. <laughs> even if the, no boiler room. Even if the place doesn't have a boiler room, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's where they boil the, uh, the tamales. Yeah, yeah, that's where they make the soups. Um, no, but we were sitting there because we had a 3 p.m. Uh, matinee. And mm-hmm. then we didn't have a show until 8 o'clock, so we all ate lunch. And then we went downstairs. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a I minute. Think we just figured I figured out. out what it was. We felt a breeze. <laughs> we did. And it was it was after consuming massive amounts of Mexican food. <laughs> Uh-oh. We just figured out the mystery. It was a breeze. No, it was a very cool breeze. And I With think a that... sulfur-like smell. No. No. We were just... sitting down there, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just this like like breeze of icy, cold air. And I was and just we talking... we all just went like... I was literally just talking to Margaret about this, and she because she did that seance down there for Selene's um, bachelorette party, and right. she was like, "Yeah, we had, a breeze went by, and there really isn't a way for a breeze. I mean, c- not really for a breeze no. in the basement." Not really. Honey, they don't even have Febreze down there. Ah, it stinks. It stinks. Jackie likes <laughs> Alaska, what's your experience with the paranormal? Do you believe in it? Um, uh, I mean, sure. I think it's sort of like if you believe that something happened to you, then like it happened to you. So I believe that that is real. Are you open to an experience of your own? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And like going back to those like ghost hunter shows or whatever, I think it's very like I think the cool part of those and why they're still on TV is that people go to these places where like really fucked up shit happened or like haunted stuff happened because like I think spaces hold on to energy, Mm -hmm. especially if something like really dramatic happens. Yeah. Um, so well, I think so that's the maybe, cool part of it. So maybe Casita del Campo is being haunted by the ghost of Sherry Vine's career. Because <laughs> it's a traumatic thing. Google Sherry Vine. Everybody. She's been on here I'm with you. joking. Everybody loves Wait, it. Wait, well, that reminds me that Jackie did a thing that... I, I don't know if you guys are like... You probably aren't because I'm just obsessed with ghosts. So this is what I do. Every time I'm out of town someplace... As soon as I'm back in the hotel room, I'll sit in bed and I'll Google how many people have died here. I actually did this last weekend. I was staying at a hotel by LAX and I was like, I'm getting a vibe here. I Googled it and I found out that someone had jumped out of that building um, like two years ago. I want to know the real story. You took her to the part of town with the cheapest motel rates. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you. But you did that recently. Well, first of all, I this isn't part of the story, but once I was performing in Salt Lake City mm-hmm. and I was like, I think I texted or called a friend or said so and they were like, Oh my god, that's the hotel where the woman heard voices and took her two kids up to the top of the hotel and they all jumped. <gasps> 
Oh, I don't know. And it was story. a really famous story, like somewhere in Salt Lake City. Like she was a crazy. Did you hear voices? Uh, I didn't. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that was really frightening. And, you know, you just feel a bad energy. And I think it was like, yeah. you know, religion, like God told her to do it or something. Oh. But what you're talking about was I was just on tour in um, Australia and New Zealand with Dita Von Teese, the Glaminatrix tour. And. Um, we drove up to, you know, we, we landed at the airport in Canberra. Canberra. And, you know, I took a, I, I can't even remember the name of it now, but I, it's on my phone. Yeah, I have some notes. Um, so anyway, we pull up to this, you know, we all get in a bus mm-hmm. and go to the hotel. And the moment we pulled up, I jokingly said, this looks like the hotel from The Shining. Yeah. And everybody's like, ha, 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 because it kind of did. And then mm-hmm. the inside was very art deco and very old school. And so we all get into our rooms. And I start thinking about The Shining, like, you know, how amazing The Shining is. And so I take, first of all, the very first thing is I have a bathtub. So I send mm-hmm. Dita, you know, a text. I'm like, oh, my God, I have a fucking bathtub. Thank you so much. Yay. Because she loves nothing more than a bathtub. So I run a hot bath. I get in. To the bathtub. Blood runs out of the faucet. Yes. No. No. (laughs) Now what I'm going to say is not going to sound. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Wait, are you that lady (laughs) from The Shining in the bathtub? (laughs) You mean the hideous old crone? No, the gorgeous (laughs) one. Yes, I'm the gorgeous one. No, because the gorgeous one. She starts out gorgeous. Yeah. No, no. So anyway, there I am, three o'clock in the afternoon, taking a hot bath. Yeah. And watching scenes from... The Shining. Oh, God, that's scary. In the bathtub. I mean, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, so it's not that, you know, but, and out of nowhere, the light in the bathroom goes on. No joke. So when I'm all done, I look and see, like, is this on a timer? Is this like motion sensor? No. So I text the group. We're all on WhatsApp, you know, and I'm just like, uh, remember when I made that joke about The Shining? Well, my... The light in my bathroom just went on all on its own. Everyone chimes in with my closet door just opened all by itself. Wow. I heard somebody knock on my door and I was standing right near the door because I was like, you know, unpacking and the closet is right across from the front door. So I literally opened the door two seconds from when they knocked and there was no one there. And there's like a long hallway. Then somebody else said they saw somebody in the hallway. And so then I'm like, okay, I need to like Google this. So I Google it and it's like one of the most haunted places. Yeah, you want to read about it? You want to hear about it? Yes, I want to hear about it. It's the high. And Dita was not. She was like, you guys cannot tell me stuff like this. (laughs) Oh, really? She believes? She's a believer? I think so. It's the Hyatt uh, was what you told me. And it, this article that I found is from, well, it's actually a, an excerpt from a book called A Case for Ghosts by J.G. Montgomery. And it says, the Hyatt is a stunning Art Deco building built between 1922 and 1925 and opened in 1924. By the 1950s, it had become the center of the capital's social life, and today it remains one of the city's most prestigious addresses. Um, Okay, so let's get to the haunted part. Um, Ex-staff members and guests speak of haunted rooms where strange things happen, and many have reported the sightings of a young girl with dark, wavy brown hair and and a long, elegant dress that stands mournfully staring down a corridor before simply Mm. vanishing. Dita Von (laughs) 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 It is rumored that the spirit of that young girl who died in the late 1920s, uh, she died after being suffocated, uh, uh, no, she died after drowning. <gasps> it could be in the bathtub or being suffocated by her parents. Nobody knows. Whatever the case, uh, it forms the basis of what could be considered a classic haunting. Others speak of taps in bathrooms being turned on by themselves when no one is in the room. Girl. Others report footsteps in the room outside in deserted corridors 
a feeling of being watched. In 1997, a staff member once reported a complete apparition after being after going to investigate the sounds of partying in the hotel's deserted ballroom at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Come going on. on there. It's like, hi, Dave. We need you to check out the deserted ballroom at two a.m. because people have heard noises. <laughs> people are partying. It's Okay, do you want to come with me? No, no, you go alone. And I'd be like, sorry, you guys. I quit. Fuck it. It was nice knowing you. Fuck. I don't know how to say it in Canberra. (laughs) Wait, but Alaska, you were on Scared Famous. Yeah. But there was no real ghost, huh? She also dated Sharon Sharon Needles, Needles, the spooky queen of all spooks. Yeah. No, I mean, Scared Famous was, uh, it was the producers downstairs knocking with a broom handle. Yeah, because that was like a VH1, a VH1 reality show where VH1 (laughs) reality celebrities are all in a house and spooky things happen, but. Wait a minute, it was all the producers? It was like. Next thing you're going to tell me, you're not a lady. Well, we got there and I was like, I thought they were at least going to like try to be like convincing with the scares but it was just it was so i was like oh, but wasn't I it see. supposed We're to be acting. a haunted house it's a fuck it's like a lodge in the woods that you can rent for like a private event <laughs> like i mean i don't know lodge in the woods sounds, sounds pretty spooky scary to, me. to me it's always kind of uh kind of if you're a city person it's kind of weird to go out and we were like an hour or two outside of Savannah. Where no one can hear you scream. Right. And so that's a little scary. Like, And um, you're with a bunch of straight reality <laughs> show stars. <laughs> no, they were Tiffany, they New were York, amazing. Pollard. They were the best part oh, of getting fun. to know everybody. Alaska, what's your yeah. psychic story? Oh, okay. So this happened years ago, like when I first moved to LA. And I was... Um, I was really into, I was really into like, um, to reading The Secret at the time. Mm-hmm. It had come out kind of. Power of positive thinking. Yes. And so I was like, okay, fierce work. So like, I had met this guy and. Romantically? Yeah. I, we, we met because I worked at Circus of Books, which was like a porn store. Sure. I love that you clarified that yeah. to me, the gay man in yeah. his 50s. <laughs> right. I <laughs> thought it was just a bookstore, but it's not just a bookstore. But they it's, have books there. They have magazines. They have more looks than books. Yeah. It's a porn store. And that was the bread and butter. Of the- and didn't people hook up there? Not when I worked there. Oh, no, I think it was behind thing. it in the alley. That's what I yeah. heard. Well, that's what I meant. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. So I met this guy and he like he came over but like parking was really horrible at my at my place cuz it's uh, Los Angeles. Right. And so he was like I sort of parked in like this driveway and I was like you you can't do that cuz it's not our driveway so you have to go move your car. So he went to go move his car and like while he was gone I was like I was like okay I'm going to like parking is so hard to find in my area so I'm going to like visualize Okay, um, he's gonna be driving around, and it was like really specific because with the secret, which I have a lot of problems with the philosophy of the secret. I don't think it's perfect, but um, I uh, I was really into it at the time. And you have to be really specific about what you visualize. And they talk about parking. If you're looking for a parking spot in the secret, that's like one example. Wait, like, it is. Okay. Are you guys serious? Listen. What? And so no, I No, it's the most Los Angeles like <laughs> thing in the world like park. Let's include parking. So I visualized, I was like, okay, so he's going to be driving around and it was like I, I don't remember, it was really specific. It was like and he's going to pull up and then he's going to see a car that's that that's leaving and he's going to get that spot. And so he came and that's not Exactly, I don't remember, but I was really specific about it. And when he came back, he recounted the exact word for word, the thing that I had visualized, like word for word. He said back to me, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like this, this happened. And I don't know, maybe it's a secret. Maybe I'm psychic. Maybe just, I don't know. How else are you going to get a parking spot unless someone leaves? I don't know. Was it like right in front of your place? 
Because they call um, that Doris Day parking. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, because well, in every like, movie, Doris Day just pulls up right, <laughs> right in, in front. front of where she's going. <laughs> oh, funny. Doris Day parking. <laughs> So, I'm going to count that for sure as some kind of psychic situation. Whoa, yeah. Thank you. And I am, of course, the panel that that decides. But I'm wondering if... I want you to have a ghost experience since you seem to be open for it. Open to it. So, I'm wondering if I was to go on eBay and buy you a haunted (laughs) doll, would you accept the present? I would accept it. Are you serious? Yes, of course. And then it would be a nice gift. But Why not? Alaska gave me a haunted doll. Where's the, what? <laughs> no, it was a, what do you call going? it? It was the little, little pound cake doll. doll. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, you're murdered. Oh, that yes. thing is fucking evil. Yeah, that's awesome. So if doll. I bought you a haunted doll, the, mm-hmm. knowing full well that it could have a demon attached to it, <gasps> why would you? Okay. Would you be open to it? Would I, you? Well, I don't. <laughs> You've done shows with Hecklina. I think you can handle this. Jackie says that it's a scam. They probably bought them. What do you think of her? We just saw a few at the Goodwill that were scarier than that. Her yeah. name is Evelyn, and she's currently up for sale on eBay for fifteen dollars. <laughs> fifteen. There's, and how is she haunted? Well, there's a description. Way? Would you be w- you Would you be down that? to read it? I am a witch, and my husband and I are paranormal <laughs> investigators who collect spirit dolls to help them find a good home. They're looking for a home. Meet Evelyn. She's an old soul who lived in. <laughs> I'm an old hole. She's an old soul who lived in the late 1800s. She has a powerful energy, sometimes positive, and sometimes it can also feel negative. She was in her 30s when she passed away. She came from a long line of powerful women witches. (laughs) It will be for your benefit if you become friends with her. She will be a loyal and trustworthy friend who will defend and protect you in all things. You do not want to cross her, though, because she may become upset and you would feel her rage. And even reading this description in mockery could enrage her and she'll eat your face. (laughs) No, it does not say that. that. It says, for the most part, for the most part, though, she is good spirit and you just don't want to get on her bad side. I've seen her turn her head to look at me. I have found her in a different room than where I left her. She has opened and shut doors, despite the fact that she's eight inches tall and obviously can't reach the fucking doorknob. I'm adding stuff now. I felt the need to. Creative liberties. Yes. She communicates with me through my EVP, spirit board, and dreams. And as soon as I brought her into my home, we all felt an uneasy feeling. And it also feels like she watches me. She needs a good home. Oh, she needs a good understanding home. The doll itself is only six inches high. She's an antique. She has blonde hair and blue eyes. I often find that blonde hair and blue eyes equals six inches. Her body is a hard plastic, I believe. Her eyes shut when she lays down and opens when she is upright. She is wearing a yellow dress. No, you guys. She is wearing an yellow dress with a colorful overlay. And then in all caps... And then in all caps, I require payment within three days of purchase date. Okay, this is bullshit. Well, I have a full butt. Here's like the full look. There's that oh, overlay. She's fabulous. That's she a, has sort of like it's that's sort a serape. Like, yeah, I think it's sort of well. She has something going on on her head, and there's some. It's it's almost like a community theater. Our town, (laughs) chorus member. You know what it is. It's one of those dolls of many nations that they used to give away at like when you get fill up your tank at the gas station. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing evil about her. I think she's delightful, and I think. (laughs) Do you want her? I will buy her. Really? I think she's probably adorable. Payment is required within three days. I I really just want to buy it. I want to buy a haunted doll for someone that's open to it. I am not. I would not want it in my home. I don't see. At first, I was like, sure, why the fuck not? But actually, I don't I don't know that I want to invite something that yeah. may or may not. No, I agree. Like, I honestly I agree. feel, I really honestly feel, and maybe I'm completely wrong, 
it's all about your attitude. Like yeah. when we were downstairs at Casita and there, you know, and there we did like I saw somebody in the um, I heard somebody in the uh, sound booth. Mm hmm. And I was like, that's weird. And the guy who does our sound, JT, who does sound and lights, I was like, JT, and he wasn't there. And it was just very weird. And I was just like, listen, if there is somebody here, we are the visitors. This is your place. Yeah. Like, I just had a good attitude about it. Like, yeah, yeah. you can coexist. I'm cool. Share everyone the likes space. Everyone likes me, honey. I get along with Alyssa Edwards. You would have to be I a demon if you with... didn't like me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So you want the doll. I'll buy you Evelyn for $15. Now, I don't want to. I think... You guys, it's a scam. I think shoving Evelyn go into an envelope and putting her on airplanes and buses and shipping trucks and is it says, really going to piss her off. It would so make... Honey, we've been demon, on tour. We've been yeah. on some cheap-ass tours. If she is a demon, <laughs> just leave her alone. Let her keep opening the doors every now and here's, then. It's fine. Sweetie, here's the truth about Evelyn. Tell me. Do you they know bought, Evelyn? They bought Evelyn for $1 at a thrift store <laughs> in bumfuck Egypt, wherever they live, you know, in the middle of the <laughs> fucking country. And then they just write a story about it and then they sell $14 it. $14 profit. Yeah. And it's actually like, you know, I'm impressed. I mean, look at me. I rhyme a couple words with cunt and, you know, <laughs> read it off a piece of paper <laughs> to a karaoke track and bought me a house. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a living. Are we allowed to say cunt? Sure, sure, Jackie. I hope it doesn't anger Evelyn. Uh oh. <laughs> um, so okay. I had another story. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Well, you've told you were here already with like a well, bunch of stories. When we played in Wellington, New Zealand. Oh, another new story. We were playing at the Wellington Opera House. This is with mm -hmm. Dita. Mm -hmm. And when we got there, I immediately was like, Ugh, I do not like this place. Mm -hmm. Like there was just something. I And it's weird. I do feel that sometimes. I'm just like, this place feels weird. Mm -hmm. This place feels off. I feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I jokingly said it to a few people like, oh, here we are, another haunted theater, blah, 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 blah. And one of the crew members said, this place actually is haunted. There was a opera diva. Mm -hmm. whose outfit caught on fire oh my God. because they used to have gas lamps on stage. Wow. And the entire audience watched her burn to death. And she's very protective of the place. And if you say anything bad about the theater or make fun of it or say it's not modern enough or, you know what I mean? Like if you sort of like, oh, this, like how long until we get hot water? Like if you complain about anything like that, you're going to, something's going to happen. So I looked it up before I came here, and I couldn't find that story anywhere. There's a very similar story, but I think it happened in, like, Paris or, you know, mm. another opera house. But I read that the Wellington Opera House, the guy who designed it, ended up killing himself. And mm. they claim that he... Wow. Uh, haunts it. So I'm not sure what the real story is. Somebody haunts it. The idea of an opera diva. That's kind of her incredible. outfit catching on fire in front of an audience and oh just like God. burning to death on stage. That's I mean, I've terrible. died on stage. Well, yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been flaming on stage. Oh, totally. Um, I well, mean, I people die. People die. Everywhere. Yeah. In theaters, a lot, for some reason. I mean, I guess it makes sense. There's lots of people going in and out. There's lots of... I mean, every theater's haunted, they say. Yeah. And there's also, like, a lot of emotions in a theater. Yeah. Yes. Good and bad. Now, honestly, would you want to... How would you want to die? <laughs> I mean, you know, asleep in bed. I mean, wouldn't it be great to die on stage? Yeah, many people have. There's actually a book that <gasps> recently came chest. out. There was a book recently that came out of all the people that have died on stage, like actual deaths on stage. And I find that very interesting. I mean, I, I've had many moments where I'm like, "Fuck, what if I had a panic attack right now? Or what if I like had a heart attack?" That's it's scary. All joking aside, there have been a few times where I have tried to hit a note or hold a note. And in my head, I'm like, they're living for it. Keep holding this note. And mm -hmm. I feel like I'm about to black out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, like if it's really hot, I've almost passed out on stage yes. before. Or super cinched. I've yeah. had some moments that are But the thing scary. is, I always think of this like, oh my God. I mean, ultimately, let's be honest, they're going to find me buck-ass naked, which is not a pretty picture, people. <laughs> In my house, my dogs are probably going to, you know, start eating mm-hmm. me. Like, it's just going to be hideous. But then I always tell myself, life is only the concern of the living. Who mm, cares? What, yeah. are you going to be embarrassed? You're dead. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize she was that fat, or wow, that's a small the thing dick. Or, you know. <laughs> the thing that's disturbing... <laughs> God. <laughs> the thing that's disturbing about a lot of times when performers have died on stage is that people think that it's part of it. That the audience is, you know, I know of at least one experience. There's a... I can't think of what his name is. A comedian died on stage, uh, and it, it was televised, and it's on YouTube. And people and were laughing. People were laughing. Yeah. They well, thought it was part of it. Of course. The ultimate death drop. It's very AJ oh. and the Queen, that scene where RuPaul's character, Ruby Red's friend in the Christmas show, keels over. Don't ruin it for me. I haven't seen it. Oh, don't worry. No one dies. Um... They just go what about blind. sleep paralysis? Do you know about that? Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, and I've heard of it more and more. So I think there's some connection. Oh, she's to having it. her moment. Sleep paralysis. I think there's some connection to us always being plugged in to devices and screens and the internet. I don't think. That... Oh, that's well, interesting. But that sleep paralysis has been around for. But it's hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands well, it's of years. trending right it's now. It's definitely trending. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She's very in vogue, Miss Sleep Paralysis. She's yeah. my sis, honey. Well, a lot of people think that it is a, in other words, like being abducted by aliens mm-hmm. is very, um, is your brain's way of dealing with sleep paralysis. In other words, you're paralyzed, someone's over you, like you're being abducted and there's a, a bright light. So there's all these sort of like physiological things that are going on Interesting. that some people think maybe like explain all these abduction memories. Yeah, and it's sort of astral projection, I think, is somewhere in there as well. Did I tell you my story about that? Of astral projection? Well, if... I think if I know what astral projection is. Sure. Well, okay. So I was at my mom's house in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe there's something. Maybe I died at three o'clock in the afternoon or something because I think it was around three o'clock in the afternoon, just like when, in the bathtub in Canberra, and I was lying on the top of the bed and just kind of fell asleep. You know, one of those afternoon naps where you just kind of zonk out, and I felt. Like I was trying to get out of my body or something and I felt myself slide across the bed and slide down the side of the bed and I hit the carpeted floor and then I kind of went on the floor. But you weren't like wiggling your legs to make you do it or anything? Your whole body was just doing that? No, it was almost like I was liquid or... It's hard to explain. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I can explain it perfectly the later part. So I'm on the carpet and I go down and it's almost like you're struggling to get somewhere and i went right down on the carpet in front of this big picture window in the bedroom in the front of the house and then i was just like a camera almost like a gopro or just like an eye i shot up right in front of the camera or right in front of the window onto your feet no there's no feet i was literally just like i said just almost like a fly mm-hmm. or just like a lens or a camera oh, wow so i shoot right up right in front of the window through the window and i'm zooming yes this like sounds like astro projection like i mean like so fast up and down around corners over hills like through like just zooming 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 Right up to a cop car, <laughs> through the window of the cop car, and I was right here on this cop. Right up to his eye. Right up on his face. He had a mustache. It was kind of sexual. And like mirrored sunglasses. It was very village people. Very, very, you know, like Freddie Mercury, the later years. And I was just like right here, and he was talking to somebody, and I could see his mouth moving, and then all of a sudden, like, there was just, like, a snap, and I went, like, backwards, like, and went right back into my body and woke up. 
That sounds like astral projection. Oh, you know, cool. uh, mutual asshole f- projection. <laughs> Whoa! A mutual friend of ours, Sonique, was on the show, <sighs> and she told a story like that that she's had these experiences where she left her body and kind of flew oh, around. Yeah. Um, I well, used. To, I had. Uh, yeah, I used to have uh, similar things like when I was younger. I think it happens when you're younger. Well, they say you can teach yourself how to do it. Yeah, and I I've talked to people that think it's really fun and cool. I don't I don't know. It's interesting. Well, one thing that really trips me out is that I hear stories about it, where it's like the ghost of the living, where you're someone's in bed with their boyfriend or girlfriend. All of a sudden, they see their boyfriend or girlfriend standing in the room, and they go, "Babe, what are you doing? Get back to bed." And then all of a sudden, right next to them, their their boyfriend or girlfriend goes, "What are you talking about? I'm right here." They look back, and there was nobody there ever. Like people just you kind of leave your body in the middle of the night. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's very creepy. It's like ghosts of living people. But anyway, so well because you, maybe your soul can disconnect, or I think yeah, so. I believe that. That makes sense. The sleep paralysis thing. <sighs> Knock on wood, I'm terrified of it happening. And I've heard, I've talked about this many times in the show, that when you sleep on your back, there's like a apparently some kind of m- more likely chance of it happening than if you sleep on your stomach, which I sleep on my stomach and I always say I'll take the the wrinkles over the sleep paralysis. Only day. on your back, Blanche. <laughs> so I have another one. Well, okay. But first, Sorry, I want to- I do. I no, have an, one I more. know. You have good ones. But I want to hear from one of our listeners. Alaska, oh, okay. could you read this story? Sorry, it everybody. came from a listener, um, and it's about sleep paralysis. I'd be happy to. Uh, <laughs> we have real paper. Let me just go through my files. What's that noise? Okay, okay. Caitlin writes. So I just experienced sleep paralysis for the very first time! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! She's excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm a tummy sleeper for sure, but for some reason, I quote-unquote woke up on my back. My head turned to the right. My eyes were open, and I thought I heard my fiancé crawl back into bed, which is weird because he had already left for work. Question mark. So I go to turn my head to see why he's back, and I can't fucking move. At this point, I'm like, sleep paralysis. But me realizing <laughs> what? what it was... Wait a minute. <laughs> What? what? Read that part one more time. So I go to turn my fucking head to see why he's back and I can't fucking move. At this point, I'm like, sleep paralysis. <laughs> but me realizing what it was didn't snap me out of it. I heard something get in bed with me. The sound of ruffling sheets is unmistakable. I didn't know what to do. I tried to breathe deeper and harder, but that just made me freak out even more. So for some reason, I thought to just focus really hard on wiggling my toes eventually they wiggled and then my legs moved and then I was awake I sat up in bed and nothing was in bed beside me I didn't see anything but I swear I heard something get in bed with me Roz continue sleeping on your tummy the wrinkles are better than sleep paralysis thank you Caitlin thanks Caitlin that is terrifying I have heard from a lot of people that they feel the weight of somebody almost sitting on yes. the bed. That happened to Margaret. Or... Someone climbed in bed with her, and there was no one there. That's so oh spooky. Oh my god, you guys! Okay, what's your story, Jack? Well, I'm 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 surprised I didn't tell this the last time I was on. But if I did, you can stop Which one? me. The de- the demon one when you woke up and no, the no, devil no, no, was no. sitting next to you. I or the dream one. This no. Okay, so I I don't think I told it anyway. Uh, my best friend Carl and I went to high school together and when I started wearing makeup and, you know, going to Rocky Horror and my step bitch, my stepmother kicked me out of the house and I was going to have to go live with my mother in Scottsdale instead of Orangevale, California, where my dad and his wife uh, and I and, you know, her daughter lived. Anyway, she was kicking me out of the house and I, and, you know, I was getting all the leads in the plays and my friend Carl and I were um, uh, mascots, you know, on the cheerleading you squad. You were a mascot? Yeah, yeah, we were Rams. Oh my God. Anyway, um, but so I was just like, it's my senior year and it's like, you know, I have all my friends. So anyway, my dad was like, maybe you can go live with Carl and his family. So I lived with Carl, my best friend, and his family. We came home one night after like a football game, very late, you know, for the time, like Mm -hmm. probably like midnight, I don't know. And it was like a Friday or a Saturday night. 
probably a Friday night because it was a football game. Anyway, his little sister Gwen was having like this little slumber party. So there was like little girls asleep in the living room, kind of like all over the place. I mean, I couldn't mm-hmm. even tell how many, three, four, five. So we're quietly and uh, Carl's room where it was our room was the converted garage. So we go all the way back. And I remember there was no doorknob. There was just like they had removed the doorknob. So there was just like a, you know, the, the empty hole. A, a hole. So anyway, we go back there and we go to sleep and I slept on the top bunk. I'm huge. Big mistake. <laughs> anyway, I'm sleeping and I feel myself s- floating up out of the bed and hitting, literally hitting the ceiling. And I'm using my hands to kind of like, it really feels like you're a helium balloon. So I'm trying to make my way down and I get down to the ground and, I'm so, and I go to the door and the door... Wait, but you're still floating? I'm still sort of floating. Like I'm not walking like normal. I'm still obviously like a spirit or something like out wow. of my body. So I see the light coming in through that hole and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I see darkness like someone's standing in front of the door. So I am... Standing there, and the door opens, and this little blonde girl in a nightgown, like, you know, a flannel nightgown, is looking up at me, and I thought, this is a dream, or I'm in control of this. I'm going to have some fun. So she opens the door, and she looks at me. (laughs) Don't tell me you slapped her or something. I come a foot off the ground, just raise myself up, and, like, there was a pull through my torso like a horizontal pole, I started spinning. What? I'm not kidding. Like spinning like this. Oh my God. And then I stopped really fast and I looked at her and she kind of screamed and ran off. And then I sort of found my way back to my body. And the next morning I woke up and she was one of the little girls. <gasps> so I'm not- that little girl totally saw that happen. I don't know if she even remembered it, but the next day she wasn't like looking at me like, uh, you know. Oh, that girl remembers. She's not a grown woman that thinks that she saw a punk rock teenager spinning <laughs> around in a hallway. But I've had dreams like that where I can kind of control it and like fuck with people and yeah. be scary. Oh, it's so spooky. Dreams are so fascinating. They are so yeah. weird. They're so cinematic. Yeah. Like, because mine, I'm not kidding you, they'd be almost like, they would be like the best suspense movie. There was this one where I was driving and it was really scary and the brakes went out and my car went out onto a pier. And then like right before, like right, it slowed down just as I hit the end of the pier and the two front tires went over and it was like, oh, I'm safe. And then the whole undercarriage of the car fell through the bottom of the pier and I was hanging by the steering wheel. Oh my God. And it was perfectly timed. Like if you were watching a movie like, oh, you're safe. No! Ah! Right. (laughs) I've talked about this before. I feel like my, I feel like whoever's working up here is a low budget crew because I never have those kind of, there's always a boom mic in the frame. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, okay. This is kind of, Whatever, I don't really care. I'm going to tell you a story that someone already told on this. It's the best dream story I've ever heard. My friend Gunnar Dethridge, who's an um, amazing stylist and um, fashion designer, he had this, this the best dream story I've ever heard. No offense. He <laughs> None taken. He meets this like cult, these creepy cult people that he met through this girl, and he goes to this event, meets them. They're creepy. I'm very much paraphrasing. Listen to the episode with Gunnar Dethridge. It's an amazing story. But here's the gist of it. It's so scary. Okay. So that night, he has a dream at, that he's in this place. And this curtain opens. And he sees this creepy couple from the cult. And he's, like, terrified. And he sees his friend that brought him there in the dream as well. And he's just like, this is not good. And he's terrible vibe. He didn't know how to get out of this dream. So all he does is he falls backwards and he feels himself falling and he literally hit his head on his pillow and wakes up and his phone is ringing and it's his friend. And she just goes, how did you get out of there? Ah! <laughs> I don't like Isn't that, that the scariest thing ever? Yeah. You want to hear some ghost voices? Wait a minute. I'm still sure. dealing with I'm still dealing with how did you get out of there? 
That's terrifying. Crazy. Uh, oh my god, it's so good. It needs to be in a movie. <sighs> yeah. It's time for EVPs or EV please. Alaska, do you know what an EVP is? Uh, uh, no. Electronic voice phenomenon. It's when they okay. capture a ghost um, talking. So what I like to do is I go to YouTube, I find um, EVPs that people have captured, and I want my guests to guess what they believe this ghost is saying. Okay. These fun. are from- um, This is like a game show. Yeah, it's like it's game fun, show. right? But there's no prizes. Oh. So- uh, It's fun, but evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're from Pennsylvania, right? Uh-huh. Okay. These, this is from Linsville, Pennsylvania. Heard of it? Mm. Um, I wonder how close it is to Erie. Oh, yeah, you're from Erie. I mean, that's that's a kind of a spooky name. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) This person, I'll be honest, I kind of chose this EVP because the person who uploaded its name is Kurt Tuckfield. That's his name. Oh. Tuckfield. Um, And he's from the- Tuck a whole field. uh, He's from the Society of Paranormal Communications and Hauntings. And this is at the Knickerbocker Hotel in Linsville. Wait a minute. You know the Knickerbocker here in... In Hollywood. Hollywood is haunted. Yeah. And that's where Houdini's... The seance. The, his yeah, wife Houdini's would have wife. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell me what you think this ghost is saying, or what they think it's saying, or whatever. What's it saying? Wait a minute. You can kind of hear a whisper. Okay, There's a lot of background it. noise. Yeah, there is. Let's... Let's focus in on the whisper. (laughs) Wait a minute. Seriously, do it again. Okay. It's okay. I think think they're using a laser printer. (laughs) Do you want me to give you some options? It sounded almost like it's okay. Here's some options. Okay. Is it A, I'm not really dead? (laughs) B, it's all in your head. C, Uh, right said Fred. Or D, you've been red. Oh, it's all in your head. Yeah, you can hear it now, huh? It's all in your head. Listen. Listen. I'm too sexy for a ghost. Too Too sexy sexy for a ghost. Won't you be my host? Okay. (laughs) Um, This is another one from Joshua Smith. And he actually took this one in Gettysburg, which we've heard some stories on this show about Gettysburg. Estelle Gettysburg. Estelle Gettysburg. (laughs) Um, Okay. Such a gay. What is this one saying? Okay. Okay, wait. Is that real? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, you guys. How do you know it's now, not just a person talking into a mic and manipulating it? Because Ross editing. has no show. Joshua Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Smith wouldn't lie to you. A sound editing program. Okay, let's do it. Now, just... it sounds like it's outside. It Something sounds like. spooky. <laughs> well, I can there, hear the cricket, so it's like a Lady Bunny show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Cut to the cut to the edge of the. No, it's got to be something. Got to be real. Uh, oh my god! Do we get I options? I hate this so much. Yeah, it's it scary. is creepy. Is it three p.m.? Is this? Oh my god! Is this... is this fucking real? Okay, I'll give you some options. Is it a cockroach? B Gutter bitch. C, not that bitch. Or D, cut the bitch. It's probably cockroach. Hold on. It's totally cut the bitch. They think it's cut the bitch. Oh my god. Okay, that's this is this is terrifying. It's very okay. Scary. Alaska's rolling her eyes, but I am. You so... don't believe it, Alaska. Alaska. How do you know that it's a ghost? Wait, we actually have. Because... What method do they use to record this? It's either a ghost. Are they just like... They're just recording with like a video camera, or you know, just it's a regular. Either camera. a ghost or someone sharing a <laughs> drag dressing room with you. <laughs> Cut the bitch. Cut the bitch. <laughs> 
Um, wait, wait, wait. We, have, we also have this one. Okay, that one really scared me, you it's guys. It's during the middle of one of your numbers. It's the director. <laughs> Cut the boot. <laughs> <laughs> She's okay. given a monologue. I just heard an evil laugh. Well, what about this one? So <laughs> oh, it's not like ochre. That's what was the me. <laughs> no, it's it's Laganja. She goes, "Come on, ghosted, let's get spooking." <laughs> I heard ochre. Oh, but it sounds like Mickey Mouse. So that was an Evie, please. Evie, please. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess that does it for us. I'm scared now. I know it's spooky yeah, stuff. Yeah, that one was spooky. That was like but ASMR listen, from the devil. That's what I say. Guys, Evelyn will keep you company. Cut the bitches, Mike. Tell everybody what's going on with you guys and where they can find you and stuff. Cut the safari story. Uh. <laughs> um, well, I think the best way is for people to go to MissJackieBeat.com and click on schedule and see where I'm performing. Love that. Yeah. And that's um. where they find you? On MissJackieBeat.com. <laughs> CutABitch.com. Uh, CutABitch.org. <laughs> we can get .com. Oh, shoot. It takes a village. Um, I don't. I guess follow me on Instagram at uh, the only Alaska 5000 That's where I usually post about stuff. I love um, that. Well, thank so you guys strag. for being now, here. Now I want to tell people to follow me on Jackie Beat on all social media platforms except uh, ones that young people do. Oh. Well, thank you guys for being here. <laughs> thank you for having thank us. Thank you this for having us. Yeah. I'm so glad the sun is still out because if I had to walk outside and it was nighttime, I'd be losing it right about now. <laughs> Yay, drag queens! Well, if you want to see this drag queen in person, again, you can come see me this weekend at the world-famous Hollywood Improv for a stand-up comedy show. It'll be featuring me, Sam Pancake, Mary Lynn Ryscoe, Vanessa Gonzalez, Blair Saki, Meryl Davis, Rainier Pollard. It's going to be a great time. You can get those tickets on the Hollywood Improv's website, or you can go to my Instagram at rosdressfalas, which I'm sure you already follow, and uh, you can find that ticket link in the bio. And I will be back in Oxnard at Levity Live for Ross Matthews' Dragtastic Bubbly Brunch on the 16th Valentine's Weekend. Sounds like a hot date. Hope to see you there. And, of course, on the 7th of March, come see Ghosted Live with Elena Servideo-Schwinn and Dave Holmes. You know what? I'll post the ticket link today in the Facebook group and on the Facebook page, Ghosted by Roz Dresfalez. If you have a ghost story, you can leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or you could just give us a five-star review, because that would be nice, and I'd love that. And uh, you could also give me a ghost story by going to the Facebook page, Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez. And we have next week another one of our listener episodes, which I absolutely love doing, and I love when you guys send me your listener stories. If you want to be on uh, an upcoming listener episode, send me an email, write listener episode in the headline or the subject line, and uh, tell me a little bit about your ghost story, and hopefully we can work it out. Guys, I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.